Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. Did you hear that bird peeping? Beautiful as well. Straight away. Good morning. It's a sunny morning, unlike last week on Hampstead Heath. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's not like the woes of the world have come to any kind of end since then. No. It's always better when the sun shines. Feels a little bit better, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it's nice. And we're looking to... Uh, we're going to go double figures, aren't we? Aren't we? Aren't we? It's going to be my first double figures run for quite a while, actually. But yeah, a little run out to uh, Hackney Marshes. We're running from my house, which is a little bit of an issue for Paul, because you, you've basically got to run pavement it's right, for right. a mile in any direction to get to the soft stuff. It's but right. on the other hand, Hackney Marshes is, our, is the biggest, softest, most yes. sky and birdie green Absolutely. space around, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'll enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, and, it's yeah, it's the last couple of days the weather's been superb cold, but weird because it's very cold, but it's definitely spring. Cold and fresh, yeah, yeah. it's been lovely. <laughs> Lots of birds and flowers and stuff. So uh, And how does this how does this good morrow find find you? Well it's how uh, are we? COVID has reached the Deering House. Really? Yes. But he tested. Well, you got it. I haven't got it. Right. <laughs> no, I'd stay in. <laughs> you know me. Okay. <laughs> so who, who's... Uh... My son. All oh, right. Okay. And, uh, you know, he, we locked him away and put him in his garret straight away. Right. Well, we've got, we're luckily, we've, we've got a pole, especially for the purpose. It's got like a tarred um, yeah. pillow strapped <laughs> to the end. Yeah. 12 foot pole. And I said, back! So what? So he, he when did he test? He did positive? this. Uh, I'm pretty confident. It's a real shame because he did this fantastic concert last Thursday. Right. Um, on the South Bank. Yeah. Just all these kids from all these schools playing this amazing classical music, and uh, yeah, three days, 72 hours after that, he had a sore throat. Right. Right. He did a test, and uh, yeah, I got the pole out and just shoved him into his pen. Right. <laughs> and is he feeling okay? Yeah, he's coldy, you know. He's right. Got, he's feeling rough. He's always a very um, sanguine patient. But yeah, the first set of deerings to go after this exciting couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, we can go this way. 
lot of kids are still getting it. Yeah. It's flying through schools. That's right. Well, that's the, the uh, anecdotal and indeed practical thing about Omicron. It's, it's everywhere and it doesn't... Most people are, don't get too ill with it. So Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Touch. Yeah, so it should be fine. Rude. Yeah. But yeah, without going into any details, just one of the many dramas flying around at a kind of, you know, local and international level. It's just been a hell of a week. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've really benefited from uh, not going on social media. Yeah. I've really managed to come away from it. And it took me a few days to sort of not just replace social media with sort of endless pouring over news in the hope that it would change yes. since I last looked at it 20 minutes ago but I'm yeah, starting yeah. to Stop you've got to replace that, it you've got to, that sort of default checking into the gerbil wheel of everything I check in on do you know what yeah. I mean the kind of round and round and round yeah I mean it has to happen doesn't it yeah yeah, because yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be, be, have it any other way yeah. but it's uh <laughs> Yeah, go Twitter, Facebook. Oh, rats, I can't think of any other rodent puns. Various news things and just keep going round and round. So it's nice to kind of just try and just read or do something a bit different. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so, but yeah, it's, of course it's a, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare at the moment. Absolutely. And it's also strange, of course, for us. I mean, no, when I say strange... It's not even a first world problem. It's not even a problem. But there's something distinctly surreal uh, about one's day job being to go and uh, make people laugh lewd with everyone. And yes. And, and everything is all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Which, of course, it's the right thing to do. People want to laugh. They want to be happy. Yes, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, awareness is complicated. Yeah, you what do. What have you been doing gig-wise? Yeah, I've been... Uh, I just had some gigs around London last weekend. And I... I, I I really enjoyed them. They just kept getting better. Yeah, nice. And better and better. And then the last one in Chiswick was just absolutely gorgeous. Is that headliners? Headliners, yeah. Nice gig. And, uh, but yeah, it there's definitely a sort of feeling of angst, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Around the place. How about you? Where were and you people are, It's quite sweet in a twisted kind of way. Because people are kind of in kind of a studied denial about world events. Because when it kind of bubbles up for whatever reason at gigs everyone goes oh, like the whole room has like a guilt trip yeah yeah, yeah we're yeah. out having a laugh you know yeah 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 I think it's uh, it feels a bit early for for comedy about it so people oh no are, people don't want to any, any mention at all they don't want to be reminded that it's happening no outside the room no plus the fact that it's it's not really a joke material well I think that's uh, Really fundamental. In case you're listening, twelve years from now, we're talking about Russia's preposterous, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of a more yeah. violent word, attack and uh, invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's there's something. I know that you say you've been offline and everything, but the the way the internet works is there's something really good about how deeply uh, global community and democratized we are. Yeah, you can't joke about it and when people do it, it seems weird because they're kind of distancing themselves from something completely real you know from yeah yeah yeah, yeah something yeah, yeah. happening yeah. on the ground to people who are pretty much our brothers and sisters you know yeah it seems to be there's a slight danger that the longer it goes on it becomes
becomes a bit normalised, but I don't see any sign of that as yet. No, not as yet. It's and it sort has of been intensifying. a really short time. This is the most positive thing we can hope for, is this kind of... is to, for it to happen, for it to be resolved quickly, before, like you say, before people become... Um, what's the word? It becomes just something that's happening. Desensitised. Yeah. It's something, Desensitized. just something that's happening. Whilst we go on about just our lives. Oh, excuse me. But I think it's... Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to get like that. I think, I think there's a, uh, the outcry is such. So, did you uh, did you park run over the weekend? I did, you know. Did you? Where did you go? I had a really good week's running last week, actually, because I, uh, I don't know, with the absolutely glowing from that half the Sunday before. Yeah. Running wise. And, yes. Uh, and I did so. I did loads of very gentle running. Didn't really feel like I was. Upping the mileage because I had 13 in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going into Monday, which I, right. I don't. I'm not like. Yeah, yeah. Or, or <laughs> everyone has apparently every other runner in the world goes to a long run on a Sunday. I don't yeah. tend to run on Sundays. Yeah. So um, I was really ahead of the game. So I was able to kind of take a day to recover and also take a week running very steady and go into Saturday. I'd already run about. Well, went over 30 miles on the week. Right. But I felt pretty fresh. Yes. And I, uh, yeah, ran down to Parkrun, got there, it, realising it's so funny, Highbury Fields Parkrun, because I, uh, if I leave any later than 8.45, I'll miss it. Right. But because it's local, I can leave at 8.45. Yeah. And yeah, I'll yeah, make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when we both, in our time, we've lived really near the primary school. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still near the my house. To, yeah. And uh, it's so funny. It was so close. This guy's, whoa. There's a man here undoing scaffolding. Who's he getting to Hackney Downs? Let's go onto the yeah. soft surfaces. Oh, okay. While we're on Hackney Downs, do you want to do the extra half mile now or on the way back? Otherwise, you don't break 10. Let's do it on the way back. On the way back. Yeah, I think so. He's delaying the inevitable. I mean, I mean we could even... Delaying the gratification. We could even do a little uh, extra quarter of a mile on Hackney Marshes, couldn't we, if we wanted to? Oh, oh, oh he's changing the plan. <laughs> you want to do a different run to, the, to my run. Yeah, we can't, go, can't do what... No, we can't do that. Right, OK. Because then we don't a quarter of a mile away from the bit where you run off Hackney oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, uh, yeah, the school... Near that we both live right near, so close that the difference when the kids were small between getting there much too early on time or late, yes, yeah, so much. It's just a tiny window, it's like the yeah. whole thing's within five minutes. That's I've started to realize I've got that relationship with Parkrun. So, um, I got down there and I thought, Oh, I'm late. They were going over to the start, went into the funnel. Bumped into two different friends. Nice. Oh, hi! They started doing the last, the second speech and the start line speech. We're all oh, that it's going to start. And uh, then off we went. Perfect. So it's very kind of cheeky, but excellent. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really, uh, I was just going out to try and get some of that pace back, you know? Yeah. And I think it's complete balance, feeling all the running in my legs, not completely fresh for it, and uh, of course, for better or worse, it's interesting hybrid because it's got that little ascent 
Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. the crutch hill. It's not, it doesn't count as a hill. It's not steep enough to be a hill. It's not a hill. I no. did flat slide the other day. Yeah. Highbury Field is not a hill. No. But you do have to go up and down it five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I've got a much better relationship with that now. But uh, I was laughing at myself on Saturday because it used to be that I'd run up that kind of ascending straight and think, what's wrong with me? I'm tired. I've lost all my fitness. Now I run up it thinking, right, we're on the hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little <laughs> bit different. It is a little bit different. So but the funny yeah. thing is, it doesn't really uh, change it. Instead of them not getting it and feeling rough, you just think, ah, put your head down, run up it, and then you feel rough. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> the story in my brain and you do have the, uh, tells me is the same. It's you do have the bit of a downhill on the other side as well, don't That's you? That's right, but again, it's the same. There's kind of a denial there, isn't there? Particularly when you're trying to go pretty quick. But that makes you think, I can just fly down here. It's just, it's just downhill, I'm about to be on wheels. And it's not, it's not true. But it feels, I think it's almost, it feels almost steeper on the other side, slightly. The, the descent. When you're coming down, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. Slightly, yeah. It's a bit like a aeroplane's wing, isn't it? Because the uphill is very straight. Yeah. And the downhill curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as in, you know, flight is achieved with a flat underside and a curved overside. But I think the top of the hill is not at the corner, so it balances out very well. It's a lovely park. And I didn't get my best time by a long chalk. It wasn't even my best time there yeah. this year. But it was faster than my last park run. Right. Last fast park run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, getting somewhere. Oh, that's good. I went to Hackney, uh... Hutton Marshes, yeah, which was a bit muddier than normal. Right, yeah, it was muddy last week after all the storms. <laughs> and I thought I'll put the, uh, I'll put the uh, bounce bounce running technique. Ah, but it's Shane Benzi. So I, uh, you, your running was reborn. So I set off with a bit of a bounce to my stride, head yep. up, chest out, bouncing away. Pretty tired after 200 metres, <laughs> as we said. The, ba- the bounce kind of adapt. You might not have thought it was a bounce after a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of wound the bounce back. Yeah, but still, I was aware of uh, try, you know going at a fair lick. Yeah, felt like I was. The previous week, I'd come like 52nd in the race. I felt like I was a bit closer to the front. Yeah, sort of powered it, helped, kept it honest. Fairly decent finish. Came in, I was 54th and five seconds slower. <laughs> so, so, so but a heavy dose of reality in all on, on I've been, Saturday morning. I've been revising <laughs> physics and the daughter and, you know, talking about variables and experiments. You said it yourself. Oh. It was muddy this Saturday. Yeah, it was a that lot That could muddy. be enough to make that difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also like, I'm not doing any speed running. I'm hardly doing any mileage, really. 22.15's not appalling, is it, for a, no, for a no. park run? Uh, and it's about the effort, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'll do it again this week. It's really, it's I mean, a bit of good fun. I, I think you're being a bit modest there. I think you're not appalling. It's going to hurt a few people who, great it's runners all, who run hard and come it's in. It's all relative, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. It's all relative. But, but the big change this week is I want to I want to start doing a Sunday longish run. Yeah. And I've got people go out at nine in the morning who are, which again is a bit sharp, but I've got to be at church for 12, so it sort of works. And they're sort of fairly slow 
runners doing about 10 to 12, about 10 to 12 miles this on a Sunday morning. Yeah, so that'll be really useful. I'll get a lot just from that, just yeah, from that I extra Yeah, I think also that even the bit where you drag yourself out, I mean, I've, I've gone on about it before, but the, one of the most useful disciplines for me about parkrun is how sharp it starts. Yeah. Because it's practice for ignoring myself. Yeah, yeah, no, there's yeah. never a week where I, where I want where I don't think. Oh, I think I'm on a go. Just give it a go. Yeah, give it. And a I rest. just feel, I just let myself think it and just carry on. Yeah. You know, I think I've been thinking about this. It's important to remember that sense of ignoring yourself, because I think sometimes people think, oh yeah, I need to change my mind about that, not think those things. It's like no, no. Yeah, You're just, allowed to think the things. Just accept it. Yeah, just yeah. keep rolling on. Yeah. And you know, stick to the plan. Let the kind of crew carry on rowing the oars and moving the machine towards the start line of whatever it is in your life while the captain fusses around going, oh, I'm not sure if this is, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Once you're up, it's fine, isn't it? It's just that once you're on your way to the race. Exactly. And I don't know if how helpful that is for everyone, but certainly no, no, for no, me, yeah, don't ignoring myself is really key. Don't worry about not wanting to do it. Yeah. Not, I can't imagine many people wake up and can't wait to get there. But once you're there, it feels so, yeah, exactly. oh, so never bracing. And the people are so, just so friendly, just really nice chaps after yeah, having yeah. part run with. I, I really like watching people sprint, fin- jogging back and watching people sprint finish the last 200 metres. And yeah, yeah, just yeah. The, just, the, just the drama. Oh, and I, kind of I, I hope he doesn't mind me talking about this. I saw two people there. I saw Miranda, you know Miranda, we interviewed her a while ago. She does a running blog. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was there, that was yeah. a surprise. And Harry, who's a friend of my daughter's friend's dad, but you know, he's a friend of mine now. Right. And uh, he turned up and I didn't see, I saw both of them before the start, didn't see Miranda afterwards. Right. And I looked around thinking, because of the conversation we had, I said, oh, you'll be going this fast, you'll be going this fast. So I knew I'd probably come in ahead of them. And I looked around to uh, see if I could spot either of them coming in. Yeah. And it was so funny because I'd forgotten, apart from anything else, how tall Harry is. Right. And that he was wearing an orange top. Yeah. And if you add to that the fact that he was finishing really strong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I looked at this. I thought, I'll just carefully scope out, you know, the, the 60 people who are kind of coming in towards the finish line now. And then right in the middle of them was one standing a head taller than everyone else. Going, oh, yeah, I think that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I can spot him. It's like um, uh, years ago when uh, watching a South Bank show about Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and uh, Melvin Bragg said, he's a session guitarist and he played with, uh, I can't remember, the, I think it was the Isley Brothers. And uh, they showed this old black and white film. It's so exciting, you know, yeah. old documentary evidence. Lean towards the TV and kind of peer in. And then as the camera pan round, he's Jimi Hendrix, just like fully formed, <laughs> massive hair, yeah, yeah, playing his guitar right behind his head. Just there already, yeah. yeah. I think I can pick him out. So more green space. We've come out of Hackney uh, Downs. We're going across Millfields. I'm really uh, enjoying watching the... Kanye West documentary actually on Netflix. Oh yes. Yeah. It's just by a guy who a sort of childhood friend who just filled him from early on in his life in Chicago and just sort of just the belief he had and how I've never got I've never got that impression of self yeah, yeah, yeah. from Kanye West. People thought he was he was ignored for quite a while because he was a producer, so they just assumed he couldn't rap. Yeah. And it's just amazing that thing of like you only need 
want yes. People knocked him back for a, a long for a long time. Yeah. Getting a record deal was not easy, despite him being obviously brilliant. Yes. He was just a bit disturbing because he was rapping about different things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that thing, isn't it? The, in generally in in uh, the arts, particularly where there's actually money to be made in the arts, is everyone wants the great new thing, but they're terrified when they see it. Yeah. Well, that's that's definitely what they saw with him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's really just interesting and inspiring. And wow, what a day! It's nice. Yeah, well, well, you should in- let him inspire you yeah. when you do your long Sunday runs, because then you'll be easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> That's why I'm easy. Easy like Sunday morning. We need to do a shout to uh, Jarleth, who who did beat his. Did he? I didn't know this. He's this is good. His five k. He's been uh, uh, Irishman. Runners abroad. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's it's because he did the Irishman abroad podcast, and then yes. he does the Irishman running abroad. Yeah, and it's uh, and we can remember that because he's got some stand up about yeah, 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 how yeah. he didn't immediately realise slightly unfortunate acronym yeah. that he get from Irish. He was uh, running abroad. He's been trying to beat twenty minutes for five k, and came up with a, a, a nineteen fifty one at the weekend. Wow. So well done. Which is the year the Lavender Hill mob was made. Right. <laughs> He's a... Uh, wow, brilliant. So I'm so ashamed that I was thinking, oh, he shouldn't push himself so hard. I don't think he's going to... Yeah, he can. He did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, <laughs> no, it's great that he did. He's, he's a bombing good comic as well. Yeah. He was comparing at the weekend and uh, just very effortlessly funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just really, not trying at all, but really dense, big laughs. Yeah, and the audience just the, the audience love it. him. Yeah, he's very... He's a, He's a, he's a very talented young gentleman. And the funny thing is, yeah, like you say, a lot of there's a lot of good comedians, particularly comedians who compare, where when the audience loves them, they don't need to do much. Yeah. But I think he works, and and they're brilliant. You know, I'm not taken away from that, but he works hard and writes hard, doesn't he? There's a lot. Yeah, of he does his he does his chat to the crowd, then do like five or six minutes really killer stuff, delivered with a real twinkle in his eye. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got to this little yeah, hill. Yeah, great. Sorry, going over the bridge on Hackney Marshes. I got here on my bike the other day and forgot to change down. Right. Fantastic. Just yeah. going like, it's a really short slope. And I was like, I'm going to stay on the bike. It was like walking up the hill through toffee. So we're cresting. We're cresting the marshes now. Don't use the word cresting when you've already burnt it on. <laughs> Such a vivid image that we'll all take with us. Anyone who's ever read your book. Nice. Take with us. <laughs> Here we are, onto the marsh. Nice. Now you get ahead of me, I'll show you arriving. Here he is. The sound of children laughing. The sight of dog walkers making more money than we make for a gig. <laughs> you can never see. <laughs> <laughs> You can take the man out of Yorkshire, but never show a dog walker with one ten dogs. Oh, it's weirdly wet here, isn't it? Yeah. So this is new round the round the. Yeah, it's just a little bit to walk us out of the car park, although the car park's right. still closed, of course. As it was shut on uh, Saturday. Oh, it's shut. Shut because we didn't have any football on. Yeah. So they didn't bother opening the car park. Okay, right. What about all the runners? Yeah. What about all the runners, mate? Yeah. I know it. Actually, that's the point. Actually, I was just gonna. Should we risk the mud or should we, let's go that way because that's quite a soft path. Yeah, it. Yeah. Just keep us off the uh, muddiest edge of the marsh. 
Why would the marsh be muddy? That's weird, isn't it? It is odd. Yeah, I mean, what clue could there be that this marsh, etc.? <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, it was very good. I did those, those little gigs in the middle of town on Saturday. It was great. Top secret? It was a 99 clubs. Oh, yeah. I did a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. Which is... Uh, how much you get paid? <laughs> yeah, not don't give you the whole pound. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice to work in London, but it's nice to. I was in winter, so split the difference. All right, okay. <laughs> Funny old town, winter. It's interesting going up. Yeah, what gig was that? Was that on a Saturday? Fuzzy winter? Bear. It's in like uh, all right. Yeah, the yeah. Arches under the uh, yeah railway there, and the railway itself is weird because yeah. there's two stations. Both on branch lines that end there. Right. And uh, on the one hand, you know, for such a tiny railway line, they've got this massive, shiny station that was kind of built for a monarch and has now been turned into a really high-end shopping centre. Yeah. But there's no real railway connection because Eton right. thought that being connected to the world would be a bad influence on the boys. Okay. <laughs> this was like 150 years ago. Yeah. But it's still it change absolutely up, affects the, the way the town is run. But I remember having spent a significant portion of my formative years uh, in and around Oxford. <laughs> Just sliced, sliced yeah. through a posse of tiddlers yeah. coming out to the marsh. Um, th- those places are strange, aren't they? You yeah. go somewhere that's kind of like a, basically a hub for people to visit and enjoy, then it's very hard to see what... The, town is actually like for the people who live there. Yeah. If, if anyone does, you know. There's a... Uh, that can be a bit of a... This could go wrong. Look, up ahead. Oh, yeah. I've got a stick for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Dog's coming towards us. It's yeah. got the same stick I've been using on my son, I think. Massive stick. It's going to chip you. Yeah. It's going to chip you. I'm going to chip you. What a gorgeous dog. No problem. Actually, when we got to the, to the dog, it was incredibly posh and just <laughs> dipped it. Oh, no trouble. Just dipped the stick down out of the way. Don't worry, I'm not tripping. I've got no intention of tripping. That gig in, in, uh, in Windsor can be a bit of a tough, occasionally. Yeah. Bit of a tough one, that one. Yeah, I had a really nice time. Yeah. Um, also saw loads of good acts because I was the only, only one who was on both nights. Oh, all right, okay. So, uh, that was good. Good scene. And crass and old, but it's true. Um, got back to my own bed at a reasonable hour. Yes, yeah, Both that's great. Nights. Yeah, it was a thrill. In bed Look for eleven. Sun, sun sparkling. On it's the beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. This will give uh, people a bit of a boost, doesn't it? To try and uh, charge into the marathon training. Yes. Yeah. There's March breaks and the. The long runs start to ramp up. Yeah, I was looking at. I sort of got half, got the email from uh, Run Through. Yeah. About. Oh, a little shout out to uh, Catherine, who had a really good 10k at Alton Park. All right. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, I know Alton Park. She was like, yeah, I read about it in your book, and that's why I wanted to nice, go. Nice, nice. Oh, that's nice. the one, which um, goes around and around the Grand Prix circuit. Okay. And I thought, but when I went, let's go right. That it would be quite relentless, but it's fantastic, really interesting. She had a really good one, so cool. I'm really glad because 
I felt like I'd thrown a little tip there. And uh, anyway, I was looking at the run through these lovely events, thinking when I might, I love that. I'll do the Queen Elizabeth Park 10K again one of these days. Yeah. Um, but then I suddenly remembered, you know what my next event is from here? Go on then. Brighton Marathon. Oh, wow. I mean, that's... Wow. I mean, my second cycle up to a 50-plus mile week and a 20, 22-mile training run. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. After that, it would be the taper. Wow. And I'll be in Brighton. I've got two. I've got that one. So when so is Brighton? April the 10th, I think, or 9th. Wow. That weekend. So it's not far, it's away. It? Yeah. I've got, I think I've only got... This is the beginning of two weeks of mileage going up. Right. And then I'll be sliding down again. So... You know, and it's right on the cusp of trying to be strong and distant and trying to be fast, you know? Yeah. I keep telling myself, well, apart from not being blasé about doing a marathon and making sure I've got the miles in my legs, I keep telling myself not to go at to expect too much speed from it because it's my understanding that it's quite hilly. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be good, yeah. Looking for a strong, looking for a strong run, though, I'd imagine. Yeah, I want it to yeah. be, you know, if you're coming from my kind of bullish distance pace and heading towards an ultra, this is a cusp, you know, it's a doorway. Right. I've got to go through. I want to kind of bottle and uh, yeah, deliver my previous marathon strength with a view to then changing it up, you know, from April onwards towards Race of Stones, it's getting on the trail, yeah, absolutely. testing the foodstuffs, and it's just getting used to the idea of running slow on tired legs, you know. Yeah, Shout out to our good friend Helen, who, uh, Helen Iveson. Yeah, who uh, did not enjoy her Race to the Stones training 16 mile at the weekend, and was talking about pulling out. Really? Yeah. A lot of people saying, no, don't, you got this. And, you know, I think that's great. But What's up with her? What's she, what's she feeling? Well, I think the key thing was she didn't, she didn't feel it. She didn't right. enjoy it, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. On the one hand, you've really got to listen to yourself. But on the other hand, I don't know. She's still, she's taking it one day at a time, she said. Right. And she hasn't got rid of it. She's sticking to her training plan. Yeah. She's also, we've said before, one of the great things about her training plan is got yoga in it. Yeah. Which I think is great for body and mind. Yes. Um, but uh, she's done an awful lot of running, hasn't she? Yeah, and this years. is the thing, as I think yeah. that, um, like she was saying herself, I don't want to project, I'm just sharing this. She just, there's that point, isn't there, when you're running a lot of miles. I think I had this a couple of weeks ago to a lesser extent, where you think, you just don't stop enjoying it sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're spending so much time running that it's, it's, you, you're going to have to have bad days and good days. Yes. And, uh, you know, one of her bad days coincided with running a really long way. So here's to you, Helen. It feels like a moment you had to run through and that you're still on, but, you know, keep us posted. So I was just looking at the old Hackney Marshes Parkrun start line. Is it still starting on the other side of the bridge? It is, yeah. 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 Had to come back and do it again. It's an interesting question, that, though, isn't it? Sort of, to what extent should you continue with your training plan if you're not enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. <laughs> it's Absolutely. Because, you know, it's that thing of, like, if you've... Uh, 
if you know the why, then you can accept anything, can't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you, yeah, but if yeah, you yeah. don't know the why, yep. then that's... It can get confusing. And at what point do you and stop can, ignoring yourself? And can, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can get... The last thing you want to do is look at the running you want to do during, during the week and it depresses you. Yeah, no, that's you right. Know. No, looking back, I think back to that summer when I tried... When I got a surprise myself with a really good PB, yeah, I thought, well, I did that half by accident. If I concentrate, I can get an even better one. And I just, you know, lost, lost the joy of running for six months. Yeah. At the time, I didn't know that was happening, but I'm sure that's where I was at looking back. You know. I mean, some people thrive with uh, intentionality, don't they? Some people don't. But yeah, yeah. you can get jaded. If you just feel you're just running and running and running and yeah, you know it's sort of uh, yeah. It is I could run you some gerbil and hamster um, uh, yeah uh, uh, puns now if we hadn't used them earlier on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, which was a shrewd move of mine. <laughs> oh, I did another one. You got it's there to it's there to be enjoyed, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's a vehicle for you for your enjoyment. But that's you know. a complicated thing about. Um, Massive challenges, isn't it? Because they put fuel in the tank of our running. Yeah. Um, of course, we love them. And uh, they're addictive as well. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but on the other hand, if they're not actually bringing joy to your running as well yeah. as giving shape to it, then, well, it's just to be noted. Sometimes to be noted and taken on board and sometimes to be noted and ignored. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. noted yeah. either way. Yeah. Obviously, there's enjoyment in, in suffering, isn't there? There's a enjoyment in the suffering sometimes that we that we consciously choose. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You go on a long Sunday run. Elements of that are going to be difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to get hard. And uh, and then you get the pleasure of, of stopping and the, the training effects and feel your legs getting stronger. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's uh, and the reverse of it, the denial thing. Those days when you feel super strong and it's really because you're up on it when you think, oh, this is just how I feel now. You know. Yeah. After my half doing all my exercise afterwards got to that Sunday night and just thought yeah this is me now yes fit and strong feel great and then on the Monday it's like <laughs> I want to yeah. crawl around yeah well yeah unless you get a little bit older recovery is a bit harder so why did I why did I make you think of that what you say different things to factor yeah <laughs> <laughs> so actually this brings us let's uh Segue kind of neatly into related yet also interestingly opposing thing. We said we'd answer the question, what tips can we give someone in their first marathon? Yes. And it might be really useful for me to hear this as I go into my flimmin' nth marathon. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that uh, uh, it's really important with the first marathon to not... The fundamental thing is, it's not some weird, crazy surprise. It's not going to be easy, but if you've done the training, you're going to be able to do it. It's not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think. Uh, I think that's the fundamental. Yeah. It's it's to be enjoyed, and it's, it's to be endured. It's to be. It's to try not to overcomplicate it. It is just a long run. Yeah. With lots of other people doing the same thing. Yeah. And with support. So that gives you an awful lot on the day. Yeah, the rail of it is really true. Absolutely. I was amazed at how hard my uh, my lockdown do-it-yourself marathon was compared yeah, to an organized marathon. Of course, yeah. Because things yeah. do get difficult, you know, things like say you drop something and you 
Say you'd like on the marathon and you drop something, Paul. Yeah, yeah. It can be quite upsetting, can't it? It can get quite... It can trigger you. Yeah. Triggered. And I think it's so reasonable to be really... To think a lot about it, to be really stressed and nervous. So don't worry if you get nervous, because you're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just take it on board and move on. Yeah. Stick with the program. Yes. As another great podcast would say, trust the process. And yeah, um, yeah. remember, it's really key, this, isn't it? And this one that I have to remind myself every time is all that thinking and planning will get you. You'll be thinking about it, trying to remember everything, your plans, what you want to do, what you, what's bad, what's good, stress, shoelaces, whatever. You're thinking about it on the start line. And none of it is going to matter until you're... Until you've run 10 miles. Yeah, yeah. And by yeah. that time, all of that will be gone. You sort of threw it all. Place. You sort of threw it all, yeah. yeah. It's that simplicity of running. Yeah. There was one thing in that. I remember that thread, though. This is obviously from another time when I was on social media. <laughs> I remember the guy saying, the wall doesn't exist. Yeah. I, I think that's untrue. Yeah, that's right. I think it does exist. I think you've got to be careful to, to, prepare to not be shaken up by how hard it's going to be. There are different ways of expressing it, aren't there? That's like, um, you know, you don't want to hit the wall as in pull up, completely give up on your plan. No, of course not. The no. other phrase people use is the wheels come off. You yeah. know, just understand, get out there and run and keep running. Sooner or later, you're going to think to yourself one way or another with any some amount of emotional weight, this is really hard. Yeah, that, that, so, that's somewhere, what we're talking between about, sort of. 18 and 22 miles. Yeah. Um, you definitely experience fatigue. Say, look how well these trees are coming on. That you're not used I've to. I've been here quite recently and this place has suddenly got trees. I've got to get a picture. And that happens at every level. You, you see elites, you see elites form starts to change the way they run and That's slow right. down. That's right. Really, you're it, so right. It's so important to have this conversation because the mistake is to think that it's going to the difference between it being possible and it being easy. Yeah, you're yeah, going yeah, so. to be able to do it. It doesn't mean defeat. You can engage with it. You yeah, can have a yeah. relationship with it. But you're going to get really tired because part of the training is long runs. But no, no training program advocates running 26 miles as part of the training process. No, no. That extra four or five, whatever, at the end is left for the day. Yeah. So you're in uncharted territory. This is really important. You know, it's really important to remember. And actually, all these things we say, you can think, oh, I've heard that on paper. I see it. But when it happens to you, you have to just be ready to recognize it because it's very strange. And one of them is 20 miles is the first half. Yes. 6.2 is the second half. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it sounds absurd, but... It really is a bit of a difference. Psychologically, that's yeah. all that stuff early on when you're worrying about it and thinking about it. Don't worry about it too much. It's going to concertina down as you get yeah. closer and closer to yourself. Yeah. That's what's going to matter. And marathon resources too, well. for later. At some point in the last few days of the marathon, as you taper, something's going to really hurt. And yeah. it will be a real pain. Yeah, it's yeah. a psychosomatic pain, but you know, I had one once where I got this pain in my bum. Yeah. And I couldn't walk, I was limping. <laughs> I was limping around the house. And I wasn't uh, new to the game. I was like, I know, I sent to my wife, I know there's nothing wrong. I know this is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> she said, You're limping. I said, I know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. But when these things happen to you, just take all this stuff on board in the morning, but realize that when you find it yourself, it's still going to be new and fresh. Um, yeah, you get the. Uh, you tend to get the the marathon that that your training deserves, really, don't you? Yes. See, the fitter you are, but but if you could choose one thing between overtraining and undertraining, 
turning up slightly undertrained is better than the <laughs> opposite. Definitely, yeah, the you taper definitely. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Does you it really fresh and Don't scare yourself as you think I'm getting close to it now. I, said, I could go out and do. I feel great. I've got another 15. Save it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. after. I don't know, how long would you say before that you can't get any fitter, you can only get more tired? Two weeks, a week? Yeah, I'd say ten, but about ten days about in. Ten I mean, days. Yeah, I mean, definitely the last the three or four days before the marathon. Hold yourself back. Hold yourself back. Make little two-mile runs at maximum. Try yeah, and stay yeah. off your feet if you can. And also, get all that rest, you know, don't, don't go to parties. Get yeah. loads of sleep. And when you can't get sleep, don't stress it. Just lie in bed and just yeah, get yeah, the yeah. rest. I'm taking a photo of the river. So lovely. Um... Sorry, it's so gorgeous down here, I keep stopping. It's that old thing, it's nice to have a pool that isn't expecting to stop. If you, if you arrange to run with someone, make sure that you like them. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, will, it will test the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, and all those things, you know, plan, plan sensibly. A lot of things you'll hear are very straightforward, but they're really true, you know. You definitely need to hydrate. Yeah. But don't drown yourself in water. Think about something sugary that you can eat that won't. It's really hard to eat anything, you know. When Having you're, a run, well, you're running, yeah, yeah. Or a jelly baby at yeah. 18 miles. You'd be amazed at what a huge experience that is. Yeah. But it's also worth doing. Yeah, absolutely. If you're using yeah. gels or something, train with them. I find in my experience, I don't use gels anymore, but I wouldn't diss them. I think it's worth noting that they can make you feel queasy and you don't have to be afraid. In my experience, even when I was quite into gels, when I got better at knowing what it would be like, yeah. I'd have one, feel a bit sick, almost just from the stress of having it. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. The yeah. later, it makes you feel good. The, the, the key thing to remember is that it happens at a different time. The power of the gel. Yeah. We'll kick in maybe I'd 10 minutes after the yeah, I'd, I'd discomfort to, of the gel. Take one every 40 minutes or so, but yeah, they can they can leave you feeling a bit queased. Yeah. Um, don't put on a brand new pair of shoes unless you know they're exactly the same as a yeah. pair of shoes that you already own. And even then, if you think they are, they might not be. So, you know, run run two miles on him. Yeah, yeah. First. Well, that's yeah, that's what I do. I mean, we... I get this. I get the same type of shoes, so I've got the fresh bounce, and I have a little two-mile run on the on the on the Thursday or Friday. Yeah, just to check there's no little yeah. bits that stick out inside or whatever. Yeah, and uh, do put plasters on your nipples. Yep, that's not a fiction. That's a good thing. Plasters on nipples, Vaseline all over. Vaseline all around anything. Yes, yeah. you're gonna get anything that rubs, anything that rubs against something else that might be fine for half a marathon can just rub down really? to, a, to a wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can really be a problem. Yeah. When I wore a knee support one marathon without Vaseline underneath it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what I'm going to do today? As well as this marathon, I'll flay my own knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flay my knee. It's the, that's the Destiny's Child song, isn't it? Flay my knee, flay my knee. Gotta do that run. Did it come? Did it burn? Great, great song. And... Uh, yeah, and also I'm talking about my knee, but that's a bit uh, circumspect, isn't it? We're talking about anything under your pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should be wearing Vaseline pants underneath your real pants. It's, uh, I'm always, I, I always feel envious of people's first marathon. Because yeah. no matter what we say, it's, uh, it's a leap into their unknown. And they, everyone running it will have a, a different experience, you know. Yeah, it's a life changer. It really is. I, I really think it is. These are the uh, more 
philosophical things about it. One, it's beautiful, this incredible balance of personal experience and uh, group experience. Yeah. It's like being a shoal of fish, but in an entirely beautiful way. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, we said it before and we'll say it again, and in fact, I think we said it the other day, but lost it to the vagaries of recording it, is have a plan. And if it goes out the window, that's fine too. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only one thing you you have to do on the day and that's to complete the marathon yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. anything else like i was going to do it at this speed i was planning to do that i was planning not to walk at any point yeah yeah whatever don't. it might be if it goes out the window just yeah. be ready to forgive yourself that's six miles are we going to do a little thing a little a little oh yeah that's six miles last six miles it's an absurd sometimes scary sometimes surreal it's a real odd zone of human behavior you'll see all kinds yeah. of things people having cramp people falling over yeah. people crying people <laughs> there's, yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on on the other and on the other hand <laughs> if you're ready like you say you, you get the you get the marathon you trained for and the marathon will help you yeah. the other people inspire you the supporters will inspire you the course will bring you in it's yeah. amazing that final sequence yes where you're um you kind of do tend to think, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how to get there. And then another voice in your head is saying, you're there. You're, you're, this yeah. is going to happen. You know, the finish yeah. line is just, when, between sort of 24 miles and 26.2, the finish line is just this crazy thing because you know you're going to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's and a magic to it. you can't even believe it. it. There's a real magic to it. And it, it's weird how, how you can have different marathons. Sometimes you can hit... 14 miles and feel really tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really weird, isn't it? I had yeah. that eight, nine. I thought, oh no, I'm tired. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. tired for the rest of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I got there. Yeah, yeah. So have a fantastic time and, and don't worry about it. And when you do worry about it, accept that that's how you're going to feel. It's going to be okay and it's going to be great. And when you get to 23 miles, you've just got to. You've just got a park run, and you've done those. Most people have done those before. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah, on, yeah. You're just on, you're park on your way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and tell us about it when you've done it, because it's uh, yeah, it's that thing of like well, you, the first marathon I did. I just re- I, I'd, I really wanted to do another one pretty pretty soon afterwards, even though it was re- re- incredibly difficult. I found it absurdly difficult. I so it's didn't. I was so <laughs> never again. You just you just know yourself better than me. Yeah, the body. <laughs> yeah, the body. Uh, the mind. Maybe the mind forgets, and it is like a. Uh, yeah, it's like a friend again when you start to do one, isn't it? I haven't done one for a long time. Yeah, it's yeah. like a sort of familiar friend. Exactly. To, do, to do battle with. For any friend, or you've got something of an abusive relationship. Yeah, who you don't like. <laughs> One of those mates who, who you've known for years who you don't actually like. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming around for Sunday. Oh, no, you sit next to him. <laughs> <laughs> the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you mind if we go down on the grass on this one? Just yeah, let's go there. I was just worried about the mud. The yeah, that's time. fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, on we go. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, and do tell us how you found your first marathon when you've yeah, done it. Yeah. I always like to hear the the tales, the tales of the day. Yeah. I tell you, the other thing is to have a good think about how to take care of yourself afterwards. Yeah. It's really good if there's someone there for you, particularly someone who, you know, better to meet, for example, better to meet your partner than your mum and dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's someone sort of, who you can be grumpy with and it'll be yeah, all right. Yeah, someone who's not going to give you give you any grief. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's weird. I kind of, I often get the impression that you sometimes struggle a bit after marathons, maybe. Oh, I'm in terrible state. Right. I, I've, I, I wear so, it, not as a badge of honour, but I'm very, uh, I'm totally reconciled to the fact that as a marathon finishes, I think it's the best of my machine is that I've got this kind of... Uh, kind of uh, uh, stubborn commitment. Right. You know, so I say to myself, I'm running this marathon. And yeah. then my body, myself even, my woman, which is an ego in my head, my subconscious self, yeah. um, just does the blooming marathon. Yeah. And all my fussing gets ignored. And if I'm going well, I put it all out there yeah. without particularly noticing. You know, I feel okay. Feeling rough, fighting on, but basically getting the marathon done and then I go over the finish line it's like a light switch it's just like right. oh yeah just nothing left absolutely broken and yeah I would expect to feel like that after a marathon I'm not saying everyone yeah. would but that's certainly my but psychologically model. in the few days afterwards do you find it a bit of a thing to let go of or no no not at all right I found uh, what I love being a uh, an experienced marathon runner and there's lots that you know like you say it's absolutely wonderful to do it for the first time but a lot of that is because of the huge stretch you know in a a good way with training and everything yeah you're putting your body through something completely new and that's where all that talk of you won't be able to go upstairs tomorrow comes from yeah you know people going up and down the stairs backwards I think when you do your fifth marathon you're just more likely to go to feel alright the next day yeah yeah. because a lot of that is new muscles new experiences for your body and when those are pretty extreme your body can go into a kind of shock yeah really kind of complain yeah absolutely so I often no I would say these days 
I often feel absolutely awful for an hour or two. Straight after. Yeah, and then within 48 hours, I feel pretty straightforward. And, I, and for a couple of years there, I would always expect it to kind of hit. Yeah. You know, because in, in my early years of running, yeah, my, uh, I had terrible trouble with delayed impact of events. My first half marathon, wow. What in, what in your muscles, you mean? Or just generally? Yeah, and, it, uh, and doms, you know, just yeah. thinking I'm fine. And then three days later going, I'm in agony down there. Um, no, I don't have that anymore. Touch wood. Yeah. I that massive, fantastic meal you're looking forward to after a marathon will taste better a, a day later, I say. Usually, yes, yeah. Keep it simple on the first day. It's, uh, I always feel, I tend to feel great when they're finished. And I just tend to feel pretty peaceful for the few days afterwards. It's, I, especially if you've, there's probably a correlation between what kind of experience you've had with the marathon and how you feel afterwards. Yeah. If you've had a strong, if you felt fairly strong, it does, it does give you a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And if, it, and if it's been a real struggle, it makes you think about stuff, doesn't it? A lot of it's going to be emotional rather yeah, than yeah, physical. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then the physical will play in with the emotion. It is an emotional experience it's running It's like a well-written song, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you need to support the lyrics. Yeah. Even though they come from two different places. Yeah. It makes you think about stuff yeah. in those moments that, well, that maybe need addressing or you're whatever. You're slowing off a few layers of skin, aren't you? Yes, you absolutely are, yeah. You're pretty, you can be pretty raw afterwards. Particularly if you fall and slide, but I'm yeah. not talking that literally. <laughs> so it's... Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I have found, though, going back to it, that was uh, the most amazing thing for me and it gives me hope going into Ultraland is that when I did my two marathons a couple of weeks apart. Yeah. I did, that was the first time in, I'd forgotten this, that was the first time in years where I didn't feel really ill after the marathon. Right. So I did in London. Yeah. I felt terrible. I was very, uh, it took real presence of mind not to be sick after the last London marathon. What, you mean the, the remote one? No, no, the one oh, in right, October. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then a fortnight later, did Yorkshire very similar pace. Well, no, what, how did I do it? Because so that's right. Oh, this is how it works. I'm sorry. I'm, everyone <laughs> listening goes, you know what you did. I forgot about it. Because I sort of ran... The idea was to run London at chatting pace and then run Yorkshire fast, wasn't it? Yes. And then I ran London at quite a pace. Yeah. Slower than, slower than my maximum marathon pace, but sub four. Yeah. Faster than we're, yes, we, yeah. would be, we would have been running We'd if we were together. running together. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, but I, I, I was very careful about that. I really followed my instincts and didn't push myself too hard. And yet there I was, came over the finish line and, uh, yeah, felt really ill for, for a while. Wow. But then went and did uh, Yorkshire 10, 20 minutes faster, running it like a non-podcast marathon. Yeah. It's very, uh, listening to music, didn't... I, I, you know, really strict about things like getting stuff in and out of my pockets, just really driven and simple. Yeah. And uh, got a uh, marathon time, which is kind of on the graph, which is sort of matched various marathons I've done in recent years. And uh, as I say, for the first time in as long as I can remember, I finished and I was like, you felt okay. here it comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got on the train. Oh, I'm going to feel here pretty soon. You know, I didn't feel like 
I knew I'd done a marathon, but I didn't have that sense of my whole physical self fall apart. away from Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So, and actually, now I come to think of it, even though it's less of a distance, that is also what I felt like, felt like after that last year half. So, we're working with a bit more yeah, you might be space and strength more. to go a bit further, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe just a bit more mentally prepared for the whole thing. Yeah. Know? Just yeah. sort of repetition, you know. And repetition. Yeah. What a beautiful <laughs> day. And there's no one, no one on the... Uh, very few people on the marshes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so massive. I do just love this place. Yeah, it's I gorgeous. do think it's quite spiritual because, I mean, there's more beautiful places. It's just a flat green field with goals in it. But it's just like having a cool glass of water, isn't it? It's just so much space. It's the expanse, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Was your son, uh, was he at all freaked out by the thing this morning or was he okay no I think he's uh, I think he's fine he's pretty philosophical he feels a bit sorry for himself because he's just like any cold or whatever yeah. but then he's always really apologetic about that he's a real good patient yeah I don't think he's as he's certainly not as uh, what's the word he's not as much of a flippity gibbet as me right yeah Excuse yeah, yeah. Me for a second Sort of uh, someone's voice coming from the direction where you just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just well, a, that's the problem about the. Full disclosure. Very little. I was going to go and wee in the, in the bush <laughs> and I ended up nearly weeing in the middle of a walking yeah, tour. Yeah. There's very little uh, tree cover at the moment. Yeah, that's weird. The trees are pretty barren, so that has. And. I saw him while I was at activities. I saw the Baron. Right, yeah. And he said, I come to my castle at once. Great. I feel, uh, I feel ready to start taking on. Hey, look, come and see this. A bit more mileage. Yeah. Um, we'll see how I feel at the end of today, but I just feel my body's not hurting as much after running. I really need to... And you've been really sensible for the, uh, about for the race of the coming stands. back to it. I mean, I think even people might listen in shock to your speedy parkrun time. But you're still, you know, you've come very gently to that. And you, you're, you're, not, you're not racing those, are you? That's just... Well, to, uh, to be honest, I am. I mean, I'm going as yeah. fast as I can. Right. I just can't go very fast. <laughs> uh, and I sort of kind of... Uh, it's pretty fast. No, I'm really... No, but it, it's, it is... That's three minutes slower than my... PB for that thing, although that that was on the faster course yeah, and the course was faster. Yeah. But it really does feel like a completely new running age for me now. Yeah. You know, with and I need to set new goals and going faster isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not going to go faster. No, no. I, I, that's not to say I don't enjoy running fast, trying to run fast relative to me. Yeah. But just, you know, pain-free and enjoyment and different experiences is the agenda now. Yeah, and I think, exactly, I think you've really... I just feel like you're being careful and looking forward and running in this time. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. Tom's 22. Yeah. It's a different mindset. But it's different to... I'm feeling a bit fitter and lighter than Tom's late 20. You know, middle of lockdown. Yeah. Lots of eating and drinking. Just been pretty down with it all, you know. Yeah, and also then fighting it, going, I'm going to go out and go have a run, and then yeah, 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 and then, get, and then getting injured. Yeah, and, yeah. 
Look at this, it's like an old This is beautiful. Wild West Creek. Yeah, it's gorgeous. We've just crossed over um running along the path that goes right by the river and it's Oh look that cormorant, just as we're saying it. Yeah we've seen, I was gonna say we've seen cormorants around here before I think. Yeah that one's fishing. It's gonna die before we get Oh, oh there we go. See ya. Damn it, I, I I'm gonna get it coming back up, we're gonna do this. I love the way this sits so low in the water. How is it gonna come back up? This is great. It's so beautiful, and then there's all this in industry and stuff on the other side. Oh, wow. <sighs> there it is, it's over there. There's two of them. Got ya. Nice. I papped them. Uh, you mm. swim. You, you go. <laughs> I'm doing my uh, life-saving uh, proficiency badge. Uh, Cormorant disguises uh, don't seem to have convinced the uh, comedians. Cormorant in his pyjamas doing his life-saving proficiency. Over. Uh, Diving down to the bottom to get a weight and back to the surface. Over. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember doing those? Did you do those as a no, kid? No, uh, survival. Yeah, survival yeah. courses. Oh, no. yeah. Blowing your pyjamas up. Yeah. And the teacher shouting at you for hours. Yeah. So you tre treaded water. I absolutely loved that stuff. That's my life. You know, it was pretty a, brutal. As someone yeah. who grew up, you know, without a eschewed team sports and uh, yeah. general, you know, because when it comes down to it, I'm a, as competitive as any other deering. Yeah. And my brother was six years older than me and my dad, despite being encouraging, was never really going to let anyone else win. Right. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So it wasn't any, oh, I went right in the mud. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't any fun for me, so I opted out. But then I was into swimming. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I loved it. Survival. Yeah. I was yeah, learning. Survival. I got quite good at snorkeling and swimming with right. flippers. But then the guy who was running the course, Subaqua, as it was called. Right. Um, Welcome to Subaqua. Subaqua, get the pool. And uh, it, they left. They right. ran away with somebody who worked there with some kind of intrigue. Oh, dear. So for a couple of weeks, we all swam down to the bottom of the deep end to get the rubber brick up yeah. until the people around the pool said, oh, this isn't ideal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember once I uh, was doing that thing where you drag your friend along, carefully cradling their chin. Oh, yeah. Life-saving. Life-saving. Yeah. And uh, I misunderstood the instruction. And I lent up in the water to give him the kiss of life. And the, right. <laughs> the teacher um, said, no, no, I didn't mean you to do that. And uh, he laughed at me, obviously, for the rest of the day and for the rest of the time. We yeah. weren't really friends after that. Nope. It says no petting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to save your life, mate. <laughs> it's like Lee Max. Awkward. Lee Max, Lee Max joke about the driving test. The driving instructor says, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to bang. When I hit the bonnet of the car, yeah, I want you to brake as if a child has come out into the... <laughs> oh, did you do that for? You nearly killed me. So why's a child? It's a child's life is at stake. But I'm cutting the bit in the middle where he does a really long slow motion yeah, 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 <laughs> act yeah. out <laughs> of, the, of him and the driving instructor in the, in the car going through the emergency <laughs> stop. It's brilliant. Great stuff. It's all more hens and coots and trains over there, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? So, how did we get onto the swimming? What the hell? The cormorants. Cormorants, that's right. Cormorants, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Tonks 22 and you twanging it. So, how do you see... It's uh, 
exactly April, May, June, July. Four months yeah. to the race to the stones. Yeah. What do you see? What's the, uh, what's what's the, the trajectory? year plan for you? Just, well, first getting into weekly long runs. Yeah. And then just extending them. Yeah. And, and then just, as, as you'll be doing, practicing a bit of eating on the run, carrying stuff on the run. Yeah. And just getting used to just just time on your feet, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just strength, time on your feet. Losing a bit of weight, which will happen naturally. Yeah. I did have that. Do you ever have that? I bet you do. Which is, in a way, even more ridiculous for you than for me. Maybe I'm dissing myself, but, you know, you're a known runner and you've run all your life. Anyway, you ever have a stranger? Yeah. I say a stranger. It's always a man. Right. Who... Uh, <laughs> More hands showing, yeah. showing off. It's giving nice. it the old white bum feathers. Nice. Yeah. Check yeah. it out! <laughs> um, <laughs> who, uh, with the unsolicited advice? Oh, yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago someone said, Constantly. I can train you to improve your marathon time? So yeah. I've never met you before. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I've never done a marathon myself, but I was like, you need yeah. to what? stop talking. Stop. <laughs> stop there, mate. But this had uh, a similar one. Oh, yeah, on, oh, yeah mate. Oh, tree down, tree down. Hey, up. That's, oh, a, that's that. a definite hazard. Yeah, that's Eunice has done that. Yeah. Don't try and go through. That's it. The Thank awesome you. power of Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this bloke said to me after the gig, and he was, he's a Danish guy called Hans. Yeah. Beard, bald head. Right. Uh, he was out with these two other guys. They're all a little bit... Uh, Older for a night out. It's kind of our age. Yeah. And uh, he was obviously there leading them out. You know, a bit like you right. were saying earlier on. Though, the other guys seemed kind of posh and a little bit bewildered. Yeah. And he was just bringing tequilas to the table. Right. Okay. <laughs> interacting with Susan Murray a lot. Right. And I did stuff in my set about running and that. And he said, after I set, you get even better at running when you lose another five kilos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, Thank you. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't start thinking about it. At least he didn't say, I can make you funnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never done stand-up comedy. I've never done it, but, but I've been writing stuff. Yeah, I've got yeah, great, yeah, great jokes yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten about that variant. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, he was being that guy. Yeah. But it really made me think. I do carry myself like a fat bloke. And because uh, I was one. And uh, if some, if but I think, apart from the fact that you know, it's like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rise to it. Try not to think about it, but I did come back to. It, I was thinking, five kilos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely loads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have to lose a limb. I don't know, I'm sure I could lose a couple more pounds, but honestly, it's a lot it takes of serious work to maintain. It does, this, yeah. This weight I'm at. He's saying, no, no, lose another, lose another stone. It's really hard to lose weight as you get Sorry, old. Dogs. To lose weight as you get old. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sort of. Some days I'm just like eating once a day, you know. Yeah. And then going for a run and then eating just once a day. And the weight is still not. It's not dropping off like you want it to. Yeah. I could probably, if I'm honest, eat a little less at lunchtime. I'm yeah. good in the evenings. But at the end of my 16 hours off. Yeah. And uh, generally, after a reasonable run, I just come in and go, right, here we go, wolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a good yeah. time to do it because I'm still 
doing stuff with bidet and so on. These yeah. days, sometimes even run again. But it'd be nice if I could define those amounts a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to eat too much at breakfast, not eat after 8 p.m. But I mean, usually you don't have breakfast. Gets about, I normally get to about one or two without really eating. Yeah, yeah. But it's just licorice all sorts, a bit of a weakness. Rachel, yeah. Rachel loves a pack of licorice all sorts. You know, she loves them. You never, one of these days, you're not going to remind me you're a northerner for like an hour and a half straight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She loves them. And then I like to set my pigeons off and just see she how loves, far they can get. She loves them all sorts. <laughs> well, you know, I don't like them, but it takes all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> And it's nice that you're eating the crystal sorts. Yeah. That is a taste palette that has slipped out of the culture. Yeah. Do you know any kids? Not round hours. Do your kids eat them? No, not really. That's no. a shame, isn't it? No, it's just us. It's hey. a bit like my son playing cribbage. Yeah. You keep the dreams alive. <laughs> my mum was offering to play virtual cribbage with my son. Which is a brilliant mix of the old and the new, isn't it? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> nice, yeah. And it was him, that was why I knew he watched the Lavender Hillmore last night. Oh, okay. I think he really enjoyed it. That's the reference came. <laughs> so we've done about seven seven miles. I can give the exact figures on that. I think we're pretty strong. Should they get to your pylon? I feel okay. Yeah, not quite six and a half, I'm afraid. All right, okay. I'm going to get that extra bit on there. On yeah. the downs. Yeah. We're just coming to the end of our second loop of the marshes. It's about two miles round. Right. Which is a nice uh, yeah. thing to include in the long run. Yeah, it's because it's not yeah. nothing, but nice and soft. It's a very compelling space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, soft underfoot. Yeah, it's beautiful. It doesn't even feel cold anymore. I can't tell to what extent. That's because we formed up all the sun is actually warming too. I think it's getting warmer. Yeah. So I think it was a nice day yesterday and it was cold. And I think at this time of year, with this lack of cloud cover, sooner or later, the sun is going to start to have an effect. You know? Absolutely. See, I haven't got a uh, sweet tooth. You haven't? No. So you don't. I have got a food tooth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love a bit of... Uh, well, we've... Uh, I do feel I've sort of reached a, an accommodation with the booze that feels sustainable. Yeah. I drank on Sunday when some mates came round. I'm just not drinking on my own, or just when it's just me and Rachel around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really feels... It just feels manageable. I stopped drinking at 10 on Sunday. Yeah. I like to just... Reduce that to like eight or nine. Yeah, and I think just that, gradually um, take that window down a bit. I really but do think I, I don't. I'm not recommending this for anyone because different people on different journeys and whatever. But uh, uh, if it's for you, yeah. you should look into trying to be strict about. Because it sounds like you're doing it anyway. If you can give yourself that 16-hour break. Yes. Yeah. 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 From yeah. anything, it really yeah. does give your system time to recover. Yeah. yeah the stuff you are eating and drinking. I think you digest better. Yeah, I tend to do that a lot naturally. Says the guy who right. desperately needs to see a gastroenterologist. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a different story. Yeah, I tend to do that naturally. You're right. But the, what, the problem is, is that if I start eating at about three, I tend to eat a lot then between three and eight. You know, just yeah, yeah, just keep grazing. I have a couple of snacks and then I'll have the main dish and then I'll 
Yeah. And it's just like, it's just all that stuff that you never thought about when you were a kid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You just say it when you're hungry. And That's right. Also, <laughs> In my case, completely slim, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different thing well, to adapt to, you know. It's better for me in a way. I mean, I have terrible um, gluttony issues. I'm already fixated. I, I t- I'm trained up by a blitz generation to eat all the food that's available. Yeah. Yada, yada. Yeah. But, as you say, as you get older, there are advantages. I'm reading in the Murakami, what I... Talk about, talk about running. Yeah. He says how getting older, he's always been someone who's had trouble keeping the weight off. Yeah. And as you get older, that becomes a gift because yeah. that kind of levels out and everyone has that. Yeah. And people who haven't lived with it uh, have got to build a whole new relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, I mean, I didn't, still wasn't growing up until, wasn't until I was growing up that I had a way of dealing with all those bad habits, but I've been thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and you also get that thing as well when, uh, when you're older, if you do lose weight, a lot of weight, you can look pretty ill pretty quick. Yeah. And you don't want to do that either. No. So, sort of what looks healthy for you might be being slightly overweight. And that's sort of okay, isn't it? Well, it is, exactly. I was never a... I was never a... I wasn't uh unhappily or unhealthily obese when yeah. I was heavier than I am now. Right. And specifically, wasn't particularly doing it with unhealthy stuff. Right. No, I didn't really drink. I was vegetarian. I had had uh, an era of, uh, you know, kind of smoking and eating a lot of McDonald's earlier on. But by the time I lost weight, I was, I was healthy all around, really. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it makes a difference. It's funny, uh, uh, Toussaint Douglas was on the other night. It's very funny. Yeah. And uh, he's got a thing about how harsh... I'm telling everyone's jokes today. Yeah. He's <laughs> saying how harsh the... Uh, uh, when you're little, the two of you's fat head is. Right. Because you can't... You can't lose weight. You can't you? lose weight off your head. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I really enjoyed that. But I've got to tell you, you I can, can show you some photos <laughs> that will prove that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does look a lot more like being, being deflated yeah. than other kinds of weight loss. You bring those cheeks in. But yeah. I definitely don't look as much like the inflatable pilot out of airplanes <laughs> as I used to. <laughs> yeah. But equally, like you say, I mean, you have a relationship with food like you have a relationship with running. In the end, you have to accept that it's a constant dialogue and even the best bits about it can be bad bits. Yeah. You know, it can become obsessive or wearing or it's, it's Roger Rabbit's handcuffs, isn't it? it can be, it's brilliant until it's rubbish. You I can only escape them because it was funny. You could have sort of... Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, you can sort of rationalise it all you want, but there's a... You do get quicker if you lose weight. Oh, absolutely. And it's, quite, and it's quite pleasurable to do so for a while. And to, but some people can't control it. Yeah. And conversely... And then, and then they just run so much that they did just disappear and they never see them again. Yeah, yeah, like a little... Where was that? <laughs> so they were going she really went out for a and I never saw her again. Yeah, it's just a puff. It's yeah. just a little puffing noise. She was really happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, and actually, I, I've noted over and over again that I'm thinking, I'm coming up for this v- event. I've trained really hard for it. I feel really good. But I wish I was just a little bit lighter. Yeah. And then I get a great time. Because my machine is 
oh, everyone, obviously, it's just physics. Yeah. But if you're carrying, you know, within reason that what you're carrying, you do less work if you're carrying less weight. Yeah. But on the other hand, I, in particular, but I'm sure this is true of other people, strength, I'm a strong machine. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. a kind yeah. of a... People have different ways of running that. I mean, yeah. fundamentally, this is interesting because we've talked about it before, but we haven't for a while. And it is relevant as we come into this new era, A of age and B of ultra training. So you're just naturally long and light and limber. You're a sort of yeah, yeah. born distance runner. Yes. Yeah, Whereas right. I'm more Thank like you. a... Uh, uh, it's all the engine. It's all in the torso. Yeah. It's amazing how much having a strong upper body is part of being Can a strong drag you through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I feel like I'm like a rugby player that never was. It's that running with the legs or on the legs, isn't it? And you're sort of on the legs. It's a whole body thing, isn't it? When you're, yes. When you feel you're working right. You and know. at a really basic, really kind of a psychedelic level, you know, I feel like you're... It flows right out to your fingertips with you. You know what I mean? There's yeah, a, sometimes on the good I am, days. What is the guy? On the good what, days, yeah. What is the... I weigh less than a slice of bread <laughs> in the... Um, uh, Fantastic, Mr. Fox. Whereas I, it's much more focal. It's yeah. like a, a furnace in the middle and all the energy lines point into that. Which is why it's fascinating at the moment because, because we're at quite level, similar and different levels of fitness and speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking to, if I can get fit enough to feel some level of enjoyment with Race to the Stands, yeah. then that'll be... That'll be it, really. Sort of. I think it's important. That's the journey, you know. To remember, and even though we're on different journeys, this is true for you, as it is for me. It's easy to rate where we're at as at naught because yeah. we haven't done an ultra before. But of course, we've, we've done got, a lot of running. We've done a lot of running. You know, to- yeah. topically, we can go out and run. Yes, not 60 miles, but a long way. Yeah. And in the long game. We've done a lot of running in different places, yeah. different speeds. You know, we've got a, uh, we're not starting the uh, manual on this at page one. No, no. And that's really useful, it's really helpful. Yeah. But any specific, specific tips about it, definitely, uh, we could definitely do with. Yeah. I read a thing the other day that was saying, you know, it's long runs. It's long runs back to back. Yeah. But they just said, get used to, you know, run long runs in the kind of place you're going to be running. Yeah. And, of course, practice with all the foods, particularly with the foods, because everyone's experience is different. So you say search your tips, someone's going to say, I love malt loaf. Yes. And we're yeah, both yeah. going to go, yeah, I'm going to love malt loaf. And one of us is going to run, is serve malt loaf at 13 miles into a run and go, go this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't get it down, Paul. Yeah. I can't get it down. Yeah. It's clagging. Yeah. That's just that, that's speculative. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, and that was a proper advice thing. And that's why you try. Cause yes. It's so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just varies so much runner to runner. And another one, I think this is interesting. And uh, there's a lot of talk about being ready to uh, run and walk. Right. And specifically, walking up the uh, walking up the hills. Walking up the hills. Very good advice. Yeah. Definitely works very well. Yeah. But I have to say, there's a little bit of discussion 
some people saying, no, I'd just like to keep running. Yeah. You know. Because it's hard, it's hard when you've got to start again, isn't right. it? That's right. And I honestly think to just bet on it from here, I think I'm a keep running runner because it bothers me. Starting and stopping always bothers me, even yeah. on the shortest runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, also, yeah. I've got... Again, this is one of those places where I have experience. I know how to run up a long, steep hill. Yeah. I've got the gears for it. Yeah. I don't tear away at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go yeah. incredibly slow. Yeah. I was running the other day when I did that run at um, Flats Lane with friends. Yeah. There were definitely times there where I was running next to a guy who was walking. Yes. We're yeah, going yeah. at the same speed. Yeah. It's just how you're using the machine, you know. Yeah, those things are sort of. I think we'll, I think we'll learn through the doing, you know. Yeah. But. So as well as this, after this run today, what, let's uh, look at our diaries and schedule a uh, lightly hilly country run. Yeah. For a. Uh, well, up to, uh, up to a uh, some something in the teens. Yeah. When's your next? I mean, this isn't a long run for you, is it? Where's it? Are you doing a long run this week? What, what are you doing? I don't know. I was going to... Things all went into disarray yesterday. I was sort of, I'm still, at the moment, putting quite long runs next to each other. Yeah. But um, I'll be wanting to do... Because when I did uh, 20 on one day in my first distance build of the year, yeah, I specifically did 14, went home for a couple of and then yeah. did six. So I'll definitely be doing a... We're doing a 20 plus sometime next fortnight. Right. And so between now and then, I'll be doing a probably early next week. I'll probably run. Um, we, are we going around? Let's do this. Let's do a, some kind of cross. I'll do a 15, 16. Yeah. I should, if this is a 10 plus, I should do another 13 and then a 16. But I've just done that half. Yeah. And times are wasting. So, so yeah, 15, 16 next week. Round the beginning of next week, 20 round the end. Also, while we're looking for tips, no, actually, we had some really good tips before, so that feels harsh. <laughs> I just remember what great information we, I had about the uh, Brighton Marathon. I'm going to be revising all that stuff. Right. And it'd just be nice to get to Brighton. Yeah. Such a homecoming, I just don't get to go, go there very often this year. So yeah, we uh, so we run from my house to Hackney Marshes twice round and back. That is a little over nine and a half miles. So we've just got to Hackney Downs. Are we doing? And we're going to do a little extra. Yeah. I mean, if you're happy, I think we should belt and braces it and do the full back of the envelope cross of Hackney Downs. Yeah, that's right. That means you don't run anywhere here twice. And it's less than a mile. Yeah. But we'll definitely have done between 10 and 11. Yeah, I feel fairly... I'm feeling fairly strong, to be honest. Good. It doesn't feel... Which is a good sign. We're not... I don't feel like we're anywhere near the flag at the moment. Hey. It's that classic thing as well. If I was out doing this run, I'd be running just a bit faster than this. Right. And around now, just a little yellow light would go on to say, well, you've run a bit further than usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it is nice when you get you get that f- level of fitness where 10 miles isn't a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. When you good. train for marathon, you know. And I think also, I never really, despite all our years of chatting, I never really got that until lockdown. Right. The idea of going out 
I just was still a little bit mainly uh, retentive about spoiling myself, you know? Right. I'd always think, well, I run seven miles, so I better not run ten miles because I'll be exhausted. I won't be able to run my seven miles. <laughs> you know, when I first used to go to Hobiefields Park, I just never would have run there. Oh, I'll exhaust my legs. Yeah. And part of that was real because I didn't know how to run slow. Yeah. So I would burn myself out. But yeah, exactly, to go out the door and think I'll run and then I think I'll turn around now and go over there and come back and have run. Just for uh, an unplanned 10 miles to be within your power, isn't it? Yeah, a it's nice lovely. feeling, isn't it? It is nice, yeah. Well, we'll go down there. Yeah, we'll go down there. The other thing about this is uh, nice soft surfaces. Have you ever heard of the phrase desire path? No. Desire path is a desire path. In the country, yeah. it's what I would call a sheep track. Right. But we see a lot of them now. And in the cities, it was Tracy Thorne said, oh, there's this desire path in my back garden. What's left it? Is it a fox or a badger or a cat? Right. And it's just like a line through the grass. Right. You know, something does well, it one animal constantly takes off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But humans can do it too. Yeah. And you've got ones like this. Yeah. That you get from lockdown, really, when people... It's, it's a lot to do with runners avoiding walkers. Yes. People avoiding each other. Yeah. And I really like them. I know that the groundskeepers of these places must be gutted. But I love these new soft paths, alternatives next to the tarmac paths. Yeah, they're great. In our London spaces. They're, they're good looking. They're great for running. Yeah. And they do allow you to give other people their space. I, I think I've been there. Uh, you know, I've been getting quite poetic about it. I'm sort of half working on it. Just drawing an analogy between how finding a desire path and following it, and it's like, you know, you can do new things, and it's all exciting. But, it, of course, it shows someone's been there before. Yes, yeah, but yeah. not many people. It's still... Yeah, yeah. You can, you can do something that's original, and certainly you, and still be following other people where they go. Well, I'm sure the old... Uh Race to the Stones will be a bit like that as well, won't it? Yeah. The other thing to remember for the Race to the Stones is really to dig into the memory of when we did it before. Yeah, which was a lovely time. Yeah. Now, I say when we did it before, absolute clarity, we ran about 14 miles. Yes, yeah. But it was the easiest 14 miles ever. It was lovely. It, came it was absolutely so gorgeous. Yeah. It was nice, such the a nice weather, day. The weather was lovely as well. Yeah, it, it was, was, it, was a, it was a splendid day. Yeah, we ran down... Off the, uh, off the hills from Barbary Castle down to Avery Ring and uh, back up again. And uh, I mean, I think definitely at that time and probably ever, just one of the easiest long runs I'd ever done. Yeah. And that was purely all, the, all that spiritual stuff. The fact that we were there, that we were chatting, that it was beautiful. You know, there was hills on it and stuff. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a, no, it was a run. So, I mean, if it's like that, because the other thing that's weird is it's going to be high summer. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. I mean, I think if it's obviously, this is a statement of the obvious, but worth noting, if it's really hot, we'll have to be careful. Yeah. Like when we did that long run in Oxfordshire and we didn't have any uh, water. Remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be needing the... We'll be enjoying the water and food stations. It's a long... imagine. It's a long tradition, isn't it, for me and you to go on a long run and then yeah. <laughs> you'd say, we're, we're tired, right? And we'd go, we'll be fine. 
There's a trough in three miles. <laughs> See, Hackney Downs. This is probably certainly a bit windy. It's suddenly windy, isn't it? Hackney Downs is a sort of a rectangle, but there's a school and a road along the south edge. Right. So oh, if, yeah. you, if you want to go round it um, without repeating yourself, you have to draw like the picture of the back of an envelope. Right. <laughs> so you go all the way across it on the diagonal, then go round three sides, and then all the way across it on the diagonal. So this guy's... Oh, yeah, here he comes. Doing a bit of speed work. He's going to trip here. I'm going to trip here. He's getting a good... He's getting a good gallop on, isn't he? Yeah. I like that. I need the... Uh, I mean... I'd be happy to do fartlek if it really is fartlek. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it must be hard not to plan too much. It must be... Uh, I think it'd be nice to sort of with... With no specific leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like proper jazz. It's good to have, yeah. It's good to do with a group and then yeah. people take it in turns to push the pace, yeah. And I have been enjoying, I think, week on week, I include uh, additional training to mileage by including three things. One, hills. Yeah. Get up to Springfield Park or equivalent and... Bash a few hills Bash your hills out. Two, pace. And the best way to do that is park run for me. Yeah. Three, running the last mile fastest. Yeah. That's a really good one because it can be anything from really running flat out for that last mile to running a really long way, really gently, and just trying to come in that bit stronger. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So there can be a massive difference in kind of minutes per mile pace in that last uh, mile. It's just a question of marshalling that strength at that time. Do you know what I or, mean? as you see, some examples of people going really very steady, sort of slow for... 4,800 metres and then sprinting like a, a mass. Yeah. <laughs> sprinting like they've been paid for the last 200. I don't know how And overtaking about 12, 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good fun, isn't it? Yeah. All I did enjoy fun. following the, the people I was running with and yeah, kind of sharing the run with at the half marathon. The guy, like I say, I never would have clocked him if he hadn't dropped his hat. Right. He probably would have been... You know, just literally a couple of, maybe 20 more metres ahead of me. Yeah. But he just wouldn't have been part of my story. As it was, we were going about the same pace. I think he was naturally faster than me. And at one point, I got past him and he was like, and that made him think about it. Right, yeah. So I never got past him again. You were his line in the sand. But I was so aware of him. So when we were coming into the finish, and also I was ahead of the other people I was aware of, and as we... We'd said, mind these deaths. There's children of deaths! Um, uh, you can only get your people in front of you. Yeah. So those people that I'd overtaken, you know, until they overtake me back, they're not in the story anymore. Um, anyway, I was so unimaginative because I followed him. Let's stand us off bit. Yeah. Um, that last couple of miles, I knew the last couple of miles were slightly downhill as well. And here he is up ahead of me. I just thought, just kill him. And uh, 
after a few minutes of that, I just suddenly realised how strong he was finishing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. He's yeah. running much faster than he was before. I'm such an idiot. And then we got into that final stretch. I mean, really hardly anything like less than the distance from here to that bush up there yeah. was gravelly. Which is an interesting challenge on the very finish line. Yeah. But the uh, here's me with this guy who's trying to vaguely keep up with, who's getting away from me because he's finishing so strong. But in that last few feet, uh, he's finished and now I'm coming into the finish line. Two young guys. <laughs> you just kind of think, I'm sure they definitely know what they're doing better than me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I just think, why didn't you, why were you why behind me till then? Yeah. <laughs> There's always that sort of, because I'm at the phase now where I'm starting a little bit too fast and people are overtaking me. Yeah. But then there's that sort of, I mentioned it before, and it's a sort of, it's where mental sort of fortitude meets physical strength. There's some people pass you who, for whatever reason, are like a line in the sand of like, yeah. I can't let them go. Do you know, I can't let yeah, them Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... Well, they like to beat me, but then, uh, but then uh, I'm not having that. Not that That's, I'm not having that. <laughs> I think people have that a lot with me. Right. My silver I'm hair not lying in the sand. My rolly running style. <laughs> yeah. I think there's people behind me all the time going, not What's that bloke. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and also... It, it could be like, age, it could be trainers, uh, it could be outfit. Much better outfit. I remember when uh, Tom uh, Wainwright, our friend Tom, from real life, overtook me at a South Manchester Park run. Right. And I just... I, I mean, I think I've seen it before and since, but he was maybe what really clinched it. Yeah. Because he just overtook me about... Did you hear those guys cough up there? Yeah. Did you smell what made them Yes, cough? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit strong, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you I go for a run? Anyway, I've forgotten. Come for a run. What I was this. saying, let's run to the yeah. garage and get yeah. some chocolate. Yeah. Get some, you can have some all sorts. <laughs> I'll get you some all sorts. Never again. <laughs> oh, oh, careful, oh, careful. Oh, <laughs> Tiny little Pekingese. Being really clever and running across in front of us. Looking at yeah. us going, look <laughs> how good I'm being. Is that bike coming? <laughs> What was I saying? Yeah, so Tom Wainwright passed me, you know, and it was just in terms of running discipline, just so different to those guys flashing in over the finish line. Yeah. He came past me about halfway around like this. You just keep doing this pace you're doing. Yeah, it took me a bit like this. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. and what, you know, it's so slow. Yeah. And yet by the time he's this far in front of me, maybe a metre in front, I'm never catching him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just never going to happen. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it's it? It's brilliant. It's really good. And you do see that, then you? see that the longer the um, distance, it all relates to the, uh, the whole distance, you know? Yeah. Generally, it's when you see new people, you don't stand a chance as well. Yeah. If you're in a, you know, you're in a morass of people shaking down, maybe I'm faster than you, maybe you're faster than me, for whatever reason... We overtake each other yeah. backs and forwards. Like me and that guy on those hills. Yeah. I never had any thought that he wasn't going to finish the whole event faster than me. But I also knew that I was just going to keep overtaking him on the downhills. Yeah. Unless I held something back, you know. And, uh, but in the meantime, there's people who are on a higher plane. Yeah. They're just behind you. Yeah, 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 and yeah. They're yeah. just going to come past Got you. Got that metronomic. Just once, and you'll never see them again like a, yeah. Yeah, like a metronomic monk. Got eyes, eyes in the distance. That's what we should call a yeah, band. Pulled in, yeah, yeah. 
metronomic <laughs> monk. So we're not going to do it today, but the other fun thing about running the last mile home here in London yeah. is it's an interesting sense of scale, isn't it? We're about a mile from my house now. Right. It's good to think about it because on the one hand, it's quite far. You've got to go up this hill, cross two roads, cross the main road, and then do what would be like the walk home. Right. But on the other hand, it's a mile, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not that So far. we'll be there so soon. Yeah. I think it's that thinking that got me that good, that strong finish in New York. Yeah. Yuck, yuck. Are you going to do it this year? The New York Marathon? Yeah. I'd absolutely love to. Right. And I believe I'm confirmed. Right. So we'll just keep working on the logistics and funds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also one event at a time, you know, it's post-race to the stones. Yeah. But, um, yes, if you, let's, uh, let's, uh, Put the race of the stones to one side for a second. As you know, 50 in November. Yeah. 100 park runs and 20 marathons by then. Right, we're on 76 park runs. Right. The good thing with the park runs is I didn't realise it was 75 till I did it. Right. It was 75 and then got the email. I was like, 75! And uh, then, and that was lovely because it was a chatty one. Yeah. I'd never done it before, run a, slowly run a park run with friends. And, uh, you know, so that's uh, part of a new era, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And um, Brighton in April, I'm back in York. Right. In uh, early October. So that's... so that's 18, 19. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah. New York has got to be 20. So if anyone's feeling rich and has a <laughs> yeah. flat in New York... Just, uh, just get in touch. I am. Um, I mean, my dream would still be New York Marathon is a week after half term. I'd love to get out there for a fortnight, spend a week in New York with the family, and then send them home. Yeah. You come out for a week. I come out for a week. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, yeah, let's see how it goes. Let's see huh? about that, shall we? Yeah. Do you any? Have you got any rich comedian friends who might be able to? <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it feels like people, you can start to plan with that with some idea that it's going to happen. Yeah. That's how you feel. At least, that's one thing. Whether we can physically pay for it and get in the shape to do it. Yeah. I'd really like to, I mean, it's, aside from all the other things, you know, life in the world, money, work, time, family, kids, just at the running level. I'd really like to do New York again. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a mixed feeling because the reason I'd like to do it again is because it was really hard before and I messed it up. And I'm a clear-eyed un- grown-up. Unfinished business. I'm not, but that means I don't expect it to be, to not be hard this time, you know? Yeah. It's going to be a... If you take on that person who beat you in a fight again... You can't assume they're not just going to beat you up again. So you had a... We've all seen that film. You had a bit of a bad time with uh, accommodation and all sorts, didn't you, last time? Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Drifting back into logistics versus the run yeah. is um, I didn't enjoy either of my international runs. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is there's a lot of kind of pressure on them. But also, all the it's just the exhausting somewhere to go somewhere for 48 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere that you don't know where everything is, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. So, so I've just got to eight, nine months to uh, make yeah. my fortune. Yeah. Um, oh, that's all that jazz. All that jazz. And all that jazz. And all that jazz. All that unfinished business. Me and you, young. That man was like a vision, wasn't he? He stood out of our way. Yeah. And he was holding uh, about 24 litres of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come to think of it, I am thirsty. I am thirsty myself, yeah. Look at this tree. I'm getting it. That's beautiful. Cherry blossom next to a garden with a palm tree in it. Absolutely gorgeous. Sorry to stop. Here I come. Just padding into the last half a mile or so. Yeah. yeah. That water made me think of Billy last night. Oh, yeah. Who was... Uh, she was sick last night in, oh, the no. in our bedroom. Yeah. But she managed to be sick perfectly on my gig outfit, <laughs> which was on the floor. <laughs> like my black cords and my black velour top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just perfect. Is, Just perfectly. Because it's really, you don't wear a suit anymore. You wear this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. kind of soft outfit, but yeah. it's definitely gig clothes. It's, really it's, it's gig clothes. It's, it's sort of smart, casual gig clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, at the time, it felt like a sort of statement existential comment on my act yeah 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 <laughs> or, or, or just a punishment for leaving yeah, her yeah, yeah punishment of sharing our our ongoing relationship I was going to say I think she's a little bit <laughs> too close to your act in a number of ways it's funny and where are you uh, this coming weekend I thought it's just it's just a two gig week this week mate oh let's go actually no it's three I've got, I've got one on Friday two on Saturday yes it's not. It's not enough. No, it's not enough. When you look at when you look at the numbers, it really isn't. So, you, particularly when you look at, you know, it's just we've known it for years now. I mean, not before the trouble, but looking now at travel, yeah, you know, fuel prices, yeah, yeah, yeah. train tickets, yeah, uh, heating, yeah, and still, yeah, gigs pay the same or less. Or less, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. It's and you, you really wonder whether it's a sort of just a period that will that will pass. You know, whether it's cyclical, whether it'll come back up again. Yeah. Or whether it's just part well, of I think a, if it does come back up again, decline, we won't know. be invited because we'll be too old. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but if you maintain... Where are we going? Straight. Yeah. If you maintain quality, we're still having really good gigs. I know, of course I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... We're just going through the orchard in Butterfield Green. Beautiful, yeah. Lovely spot. Really nice. Buds on the trees. The leaves Whee! aren't on the trees yet, but the buds are in the early blossom. We're going to see... This is where these benches, we used to come and sit here on a Friday night when the pubs are closed. Right. And drink cocktails that we made at home. Nice. That was a pretty useful nice. survival skill. <laughs> oh. This is where oh, it's open. we came for a uh, sort of picnic party during... Some summer 2020, I made yeah. at a party when it was all, when it was sort of socially distanced outside and stuff. It's nice. Yeah. Butterfield Green. And this, uh, this bench, these benches down here on the right, kids often hang out there. Right. They're always simultaneously irritating and feel sorry for them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because it's quite dark there and it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. kind of secret. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really, have you got nowhere better? Oh, look there, look, that's that magnolia. Oh, beautiful. That's the best one around and that's the first time I've seen it out this year. 
That's enormous, isn't it? We must have talked about it before, but you know, it's not really blossom magnolia. Like those cormorants we saw earlier on. Mm. It's an older uh, part of evolution. Well, it's and a lot the, like us, like us on the circuit. That's exactly it. Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know why I feel such a kinship. <laughs> why do we feel such a kinship? Last this, time I was here, this it's fading flower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was more sunlight last year. <laughs> but yeah, the, the flowers on a magnolia are basically a modulation of leaves. Right. Because they predate flowers. And they designed not to feed bees, because when magnolias first turned up, bees hadn't evolved yet. I'm right. They were. Um, they evolved those leafy flowers to feed right. ants and beetles. Right. Okay. There you go. Same way those cormorants are standing, drying their wings off because they haven't evolved the oil to keep the water off their wings. In the same way, we stand on stage yeah. in a suit jacket saying, "What's your name? Where are you from?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't say that, neither you. But yeah, I exactly. really enjoyed that run. I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether it's because I've been keeping myself fresh or off the long runs or whatever, but I could do longer. I'm, it's fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm okay with the distance. That's what I'm saying. I feel okay. Yeah, go to the pavement. I have to say, I still got 9.89. I know that way madness lies, but. We well, we can, we can do a little. We've got to crack it. Do yeah, it. if you want to do a little. Well, maybe we should do these PBs on the, on, on the hoof. We've got some PBs here, and they're good ones. Okay, cool. Are you ready? Yeah, let's, let's have a look. Really good PBs this weekend, starting with James Henderson. Hello, mate. Who knocked nearly four minutes, just under four minutes, ooh, ooh. off his uh, um, PB for a half marathon oh, in well the Biddeford half. Well done, mate. Lovely That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, I think we might have. Uh, <laughs> we might have already done. No, no. Point <laughs> oh five of a mile <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> ah! I don't. This is, I don't. I don't like letting myself do this, but there we go. So yeah, Biddeford, well done, James. Well done, mate. One, did I say the actual time? No. One forty-four. Also, <laughs> first time you got more, sub one, one and three quarters. Excellent work. Well done. And uh, here's someone who gets a lot of PBs. Yeah. On uh, Inter International Women's Day in Cheltenham, the Merley Whirl. The Merley Whirl at. IWDP. Well, it's International Women's Day. It was, it was Cheltenham Pitts something. I just wrote Cheltenham down. Park run in Cheltenham. Five second PB. Those Shaving are the ones. Shaving it off. Those look like you want. We can go back through this. Way. Okay, cool. Those are the ones that uh, often feel a bit more meaningful than than when you're taking big slices of it because you've got to you got to fight harder for those incremental gains. Oh, yeah. I'm taking a photo of our ten. There we go. Oh, did I get it? Oh. There we go. So the media wheel there, 26 minutes and 37 seconds. Well done. <laughs> That's the, the Merly Whirl. The Merly Whirl, sorry. I don't know what you said. Um, <laughs> as opposed to the media wheel. Yeah, so I'm reading, I'm reading it's my hand Rob's, Rob's handwriting. Talking about shaving it um, really, really tight. Uh, Mark Boosie. I hope we're saying Boosie right there, Mark. It might be Bowsy. Yeah. Um, I've only seen it written down. But Mark uh, did the Trafford 10K yeah. and got a PB 42 minutes and two seconds. Well done, mate. <laughs> a PB by how much did he say? No, but okay. this is what I was going to say. We can have some. That's, that's I said, oh, you'd be well wanting well to well get well that remote. two seconds to go sub 42. But this is, uh, Mark's really relevant to what you're saying because he does loads of events and really right. runs hard. So yeah. to get a PB at 10K, that's I mean, great. you know, I, I'm still feeling like I haven't done many 10Ks and there's an element of low hanging fruit there that might be available. So but 
not because it's got no low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, 10Ks all the time. So to do a faster one really counts. That's a real achievement. Now, this is an impressive one. Piddin on Twitter. Piddin, Piddin. But I believe your real name is Michael Lyons. Michael Lyons or Piddin on Twitter. Ratford half. Ratford half. Um, he's 55 years old. I'm an old person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I wonder if you fall down one, going to the start line with a stick like Yoda. <laughs> Second in his age category. I'm, I'm of course, then. a sprightly 52. Oh, am I 53? I forget how old I am. Uh, second in age category, one hour, 26 and five seconds. What? <laughs> that is enormous. That's a great time. Well played. Incredible. Well done. I mean, I think... You give I, us all hope. I was going to say, giving us misplaced hope there. I quite oh, often amazing. tell myself I'll never match my PB that's in a half because yeah, yeah. it was years ago. It's still slower than that. Yeah. This is it. It can be done. Yeah, that's brilliant. But that's, only that's, by you. Well that's done. great running. And then we have Mark... Langhorn. Yes, Mark Langhorn, who did Brian Half. I uh, got into especially because uh, got a 154.02 at the Brighton Half Marathon. Yeah. And uh, a, a lovely, exciting one. It was a good six minute PB. Brilliant. Because the previous was bang on two hours. Oh, so fantastic. really well got, done, mate. got well under done. there. <laughs> got clear under there. Right. So awesome. well done to all of those PBers. Give us a, please send us your PBs. That's great. Gives us hope. Oh, of course, we'll get a PB in the Race of the Stones. Yes, absolutely. Come what may. If we finish. <laughs> we'll be finishing. That was lovely. What a glorious run. That's my longest run this year. So it's only 10, but it's not. It was nice worth going out. around uh, Hackney Downs. I thought that would put us over the line, but we only no, just... No, absolutely not. No, 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 we did well there. That was really nice. Well, let's go longer. So thank you. Let's yeah, let's go, let's go, go longer. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 